Starkville's House of L, episode 87, for the Smallville episode, Arctic. I'm Tucker. I'm Derek. How's it going, Tucker? Ah, it's going. Well, it's, uh, it's kind of cool you're here, and yeah. kind of sad at the same time. It's actually supposed to be a roundtable discussion, because it was going to be you, me, and Steve on tonight's episode talking about this huge season finale. Steve's had some work stuff come up in the past ten minutes uh, that he has just urgently had to deal with, so what you're going to be treated to is actually a two-part episode for Arctic, and one in which you will get all the recent Smallville and Superman news and a discussion of the season finale with Tucker and I, and then Steve and I are going to do another episode, kind of a recap of what all happens and what it will mean for season eight, where all the characters lie in peril at the end of this episode. Should be good. Uh, so we've got a lot going on. We just, I mean, moments ago, this episode's coming to you early. I'm going to be up all night editing this so I can, when you get to work in the morning, it should be in your inboxes. Mm. But getting into shoe news, it kind of lays over into that. We've had massive server problems today. We know about them. Of all days to have server problems. I know. It's just, it's horrible. And a lot of people think it's because yesterday we unveiled a new look on the website. Uh, we tried to, it was kind of for Arctic, because, you know, Lex and Clark being the fortress. Mm. But it's also something that was dreamt up uh, by Stuart uh, Narsal on the forums. Had this idea for the shoe emblem shield embedded within the fortress. And it kind of gives it the Superman feel. And that's the way everything's going now. It's going away from Clark Kent, more towards Superman. Season 8's going to be... More about Superman, and Shu itself is going to be more about Superman in the coming years. So we thought it would be a great idea to give it that more Superman feel than the Smallville feel of kind of things. So that's what you'll see now in the AAC. There's new AAC cards. There's a new website design. There's a new forum design. The new T-shirts should be available for pre-order next week. And we're just kind of streamlining everything. But a lot of people think that because the servers went down, it was because of the new look. Uh, it's partly due to our server just being bogged down with some other stuff also the 10th wonders website has been down today but it's also due to the high levels of traffic we usually see on a premiere and finale night yeah i you know i have to say that you know you just made me aware a couple hours ago actually how many people are listening to the show now Mm -hmm. and man we did not ever think that was gonna happen. no this is the two-year anniversary of the house of hell and actually it's we're sitting here just the way it started so it's kind of poetic that tucker and i are sitting here doing this episode because 85 86 episodes ago we were doing the exact same thing i think that's still the same mixer too it is the exact same mixer (laughs) uh so it, it is kind of poetic that we're here doing this again we're sorry for the server problems. We are aware of them. Hopefully by the time this episode is uploaded in the wee hours of the morning after I get done uh, tweaking everything, adding screen caps together and all that, hopefully all server problems will be taken care of. Uh, the site looks amazing. It's based on a site by Chris uh, AG, who did the Heroes website for us, the 10th Wonder website. Mm-hmm. Took that, tweaked a little bit, added Narsal's forum, uh, uh, forum, added Narsal's uh, Fortress design, embedded over some new stuff. Graham updated us to the new WordPress, and it's just, I think it looks pretty sleek, if I do say so myself. Yeah, it's pretty sweet, sir. And, uh, yeah, we we got it going late last night, so we hope everybody enjoys it. It just means a new year here for the House of L. While Smallville is over now, seventh season has finished just moments ago, we are looking forward to the future, so hopefully it's going to be something to keep you all coming back to the site in the months to come before season eight begins. Now, in saying all that, we, there's some still exciting stuff going on on the site, our new website reviewer, Angel Wings, will have her review for last week's quest uh, and this week's Arctic put together in one huge, uh, can I say epic? One epic? An epic review. One epic review. It better be. Uh, she was out of town last week, so she she uh, she 
had to see Quest late. And since the two episodes really do go hand in hand with mm-hmm. Edward Teague and Veritas and everything coming to a close with that storyline, it really makes sense that the two become one. So it's just going to be one big review. She'll hopefully have that up by the end of the, w- the weekend. I'm going to go ahead and say that because I haven't talked to her about it. So hopefully, well, <laughs> yes, it will be up. <laughs> I better be. I'm not giving her an option. And just all kinds of cool stuff. We should have contacts, uh, contacts, contests going. I'm so excited because the episode was just so cool tonight. But there's so much cool stuff we're going to be doing. Steve and I are going to be here throughout the summer. Hopefully some surprises, some contests. Always busy activity on the forums. Just as much cool stuff as we can muster in the months leading up to Season 8, which will probably be mid to late September, as it right. usually happens. Hopefully we won't get a Season 3 kind of start when it was oh, like in October. October 22nd. I, dude, I hated that because I was at uh, a college like four hours away from anybody else I knew. Yeah. And all I could do is just like sit in my dorm because I didn't know anybody and just like, come on, Smallville. Yeah, please come start. Come on, Smallville. That was, was the like, longest break ever because that's when it switched to, wasn't it, on Wednesdays? and No, it was on Tuesdays and then that was the switch to Wednesdays. Wasn't season one and two? Yeah, uh, one and two were on Tuesdays and then switched to Wednesday and then four went to Thursdays. Yeah, I think. yeah. And then, um, uh, you know what I miss? WB's Big Sunday. When it, yeah, re-aired all that stuff from that week. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. I mean, the CW Big Sunday could happen, too. Yeah, it could. It should. It should, and we'll make it happen. <laughs> Please make it happen. I will happen. flex my corporate muscle. Well, and we'll, we'll be talking about repeats of Smallville when we get into some Smallville news. Right now, we've got some Superman news, and of course, as you'll see, as I said before, new AAC cards down the left hand of your iTunes or on your iPod. Some very cool stuff Norsell has worked up, and we have got to talk about uh, something that we've been discussing a lot on the House of L here, and kind of ties in, again, to our Arctic theme for the evening the conclusion of the Last Sun storyline that Richard Donner has been doing for Action Comics is finally available. Became uh, on the shelves last week and has been telling the story of Zod, Ursa, and Nan coming to Earth uh, looking for their son, which Clark and Lois inadvertently end up adopting, naming Chris Kent. Yeah. And uh, Superman goes to the Phantom Zone. Just this really cool storyline that they've, they've worked up. But it's been pushed off time and time again, like when they bring big names into comics. This always happens, and now it's how, always... How many issues were there? I believe this is the fifth. I may be completely wrong on that. You know, I think I only read, like, maybe the first two, so yeah. I need to get caught up it on that. It was great. There was a 3D one. That was Uh-oh. really neat. Yeah. So, so it's really cool that they've finally been able to conclude the thing, uh, because people have been clamoring for this for months. So uh, you can get it on Amazon. You can go to your local comic book store, pick that up. Because it's probably one of the coolest Superman stories to come out of DC Comics in a while. If I, if I, you know, if I say so, it, it was very cool to read. The stuff they did with it to bring these characters in a different... Because you don't see a whole lot of... You see Zod in other instances, mm-hmm. but does he actually see Zod or some Nan? You know, what I thought was really cool about uh, Nan was that they played him up to be like Jarrell's teacher and mentor. Mm-hmm. And then they did some sort of weird experiment on him and now he's mindless and yeah. you know, yeah. real crazy. And braved and all that. So that's cool. Also, the schedule for the Superman celebration, which happens in Metropolis, Illinois, every year, has come out, and we have announced several times here on the show, Allison Mack will be appearing this year, and that, I do not have the dates in front of me, but the Saturday of that weekend celebration, Allison Mack will begin signing at 10 a.m., so if you are in attendance, and I know a lot of you will be, because we always get emails from you about those of you that go every year, you get in the superhero, the dress-up competition, all mm. that kind of stuff, I know you'll be anxious to see Allison, Noel Neal will be there, um, oh. 
Ned Beatty's going to be there this year. No way. Yeah. So we're so, going to Illinois. <laughs> so uh, definitely check that out. She's also going to be doing a Q and A later that Saturday afternoon before doing autographs again. I believe I'm not positive on that, but I do know there will be a Q and A session with Allison. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. And Allison really does bring us into her Smallville news because the biggest news right now, other than the fact that the finale just ended and and now we are talking about it, and it was a huge Smallville finale. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was probably one of the biggest ever in seven years. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah. I mean, the groundwork that it lie that it lays for the next however Smallville ends is is huge. Yeah, and I think uh, we'll you know get it more into that later on, but you know it does bring up a whole lot of really interesting questions about the new direction of the show and what direction you know Todd and Darren really see for this thing going for the next season. Very much so. But the big news that came less than twenty four hours ago, Allison Mack has signed a deal for season eight. If this is the first news you have heard of this, uh, TV Guide broke this last night. And she will be returning to the role of Chloe Sullivan in season eight of Smallville. Seriously, like within minutes of her signing the contract, it was on TV. Got like it, it just showed up. Like, oh, that, they I got mean, the scoop on it, and yeah. then we had, and then you know, Craig had it up on KSI. We had it up, so it was really cool to see the fans all come together. As I said in the show last week, I still have a little bit of problem with the fact that, and it's not because it's Allison at all. I have problem with the fact that everybody jumped on Allison's ship about her leaving and they all wanted her to come back. But once Michael said he was leaving, nobody, everybody was like, okay, Michael's leaving. And, you know, I think it should have been, you know, an equal opportunity kind of thing. Though Michael has been saying for a while now, I'm leaving. I just, every time you got on the forums, you got on anybody's side, it was always, Allison, we don't want you to leave. Allison, we don't want you to leave. And I'm like, Michael, I don't want you to leave. I know. Well, you know, the thing about it is, is my Michael... As as much as I like him in the Lex Luthor role, he really has always seemed like a caged bird in that role to me. In yeah. in that he's capable of doing so many things, but he can't get roles quite as often as he normally could because you know he's got to shave his head every right. you know every day practically. Yeah. And you know, and the uh, TV show commitment, especially an hour long dramatic uh, qu- uh, commitment, is um. Like, it takes around eight or ten days to film one episode. So, when you're doing 20 of those, that's taking up, you know, you know, like 100 and, or nearly 200 days. That's hurting your life. Yeah. That's taking up a lot of time. And, and it is, and you say Cage Bird, and I think that also lays out the fact that I feel like the reason it sucks more than anything is the Lex Luthor we've been waiting for for all these years, we finally got four episodes ago, mm-hmm. and now he's gone. So that kind of does, you know, put the kibosh on things, and I kind of hate that too. Well, but, you know, he's gone now, and I think now is kind of a good time to bow out, in all honesty, because of the fact that, you know, you need to see him, or, I mean, you don't need to see him do a lot of the things that he does to become, you know, I know he's powerful and all this kind of stuff right now, but it's nowhere near what he will be. When right. Superman's around. His journey was to the evil, and he got to yeah, the evil. he got there. And his journey's pretty much been told now. Yeah, and Clark's journey is still in its very much infancy because of his inability to listen to his father. Yeah, well, I mean, don't we all have that problem? Gosh. Right, sometimes, but you don't have anybody else yelling at you, go, go talk to your dad. Yeah. But it it does just suck because, 
you hate to see Michael. I mean, the show is Clark and Lex. Yeah. And it's this pivotal role, and you hate to see it go. But it is very good news that Allison is returning because... Oh, totally. I mean, that was how many people we weren't going to have in the opening credits in season eight. We'd be losing Allison, Michael, John Glover's going to be mm-hmm. gone. So it would have really, you know... Yeah, it would have been like three guys. And yeah, Steve made the joke. It would be, somebody say They just go yeah. into the show. And it would, no, it would have been, uh, you know, like two guys and a girl. Yeah. And a... And a coffee house. Yeah, that's all that would have come down to. So I'm glad Allison is returning. Her role, uh, she's, I believe, got a full season commitment every single episode. So she should yeah. be popping up just about every single time you'll see her. Uh, which is great because I think there's a lot to do with the Chloe Sullivan character still. I know the fans love Chloe. Uh, she is a fan not just favorite. That, not just that. She is, since, I would say, uh, since maybe season three, she has really been... A big counterbalance to Clark, right? And more than any other character, and and that was still a full season before she knew Clark's secret. Yeah. And, Once you get to the end of season four, and she knows the secret, and they do develop this best friend kinship. I mean, they've always been really close, but now the fact that they have mm-hmm. evolved into this friendship that they're at now. I mean, she's not Lois Lane. I mean, people do need to cope with that. There, yeah. I mean, there's still legions of people out there that believe that she is uh, that Chloe will become Lois. And it's not going to happen. Alan Miles has said themselves that was never the interpretation no. of that character to be that way. Lois Lane is Lois Lane. Yeah. And hopefully in season eight we will see Lois become even more of the Lois she was in Apocalypse and you know what yeah. she is destined to become. I, I, I like to I like to think that that's gonna happen pretty soon, but that you know, my feeling on this is at some point they're gonna have to sever ties because they obviously now they've you know, sort of ruined it to where they don't meet for the first time in the Daily Planet. Right. So it's, but it's a, it's know. still a cool incarnation. I still, it is. It, you know, and I, you and I felt the same way. We've been watching the show from, since the beginning. The announcement was made. They were bringing Lois in. We were skeptical, and uh, I was cursing yeah. very loudly. And it wasn't really until the end of season five that she really found her niche. You know, mm-hmm. that she became a character that wasn't just there. You know, to bring up ratings. Yeah, I felt like, and I felt like that was one of the big stunts they were. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know, you hear a stunt casting. That's when they try to put somebody in a role like Helen Slater as Clark's mom. But yeah. you know, to actually stunt cast is just to bring in the role of Lois Lane into a show like Smallville. So, but she really has come into her own now. I feel like, and I, I'm fine with the position she's been put in, and I am starting to get that way with Jimmy now too. You know, we weren't. Oh, that, I love Jimmy after yeah, Sleeper. Yeah. That was Jimmy Bond. It yeah. was great. Yeah. So I'm pleased with the direction these characters are going into, and they've really they've found their place in this in these roles that they've been given. Yeah. And I'm, I'm anxious to see what comes of all of them uh, in the next season, because definitely it will be a very much Lois, Clark, and Jimmy show, which is very mm-hmm. neat, because that's the big step towards Metropolis. That's the big step towards the Cape and Boots. Yeah. So that's all really cool. So we're excited Allison's coming back. The And uh, if you want to see more of Allison, you need to pre-order your Season 7 DVD set, which became available last night through our affiliate site, Amazon.com. If you can click the link down there in the AAC right now, you'll be directed to the standard definition version, 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 which should be six discs, uh, as it normally is, even though we, we are missing two episodes this season. I don't feel like they'll cut it down to five discs just because of that. They, mm, they really don't have the room to do that. No, so six discs. 
Uh, the, you see the artwork cover there. It does feature Tom Welling and Laura Vandervoort inside the Fortress of Solitude. Mm-hmm. And it is very pretty cover, I think so, very much so. What so, color are they going with? I'm not looking at it. It's uh, kind of, a, it's kind of a, a mix between the Season 2 blue and the Season 4 green. It's like a blue-green aqua mm. kind of color i wonder why they won't do it i think it's season eight or if it's if season eight's the final season it'll be yellow yeah well it's kind of um you know how the fortress glows sometimes like how the fortress uh glowed in blue that's, yeah that's what it looks like okay it's kind of uh but you can go ahead and pre-order that right now and you, all proceeds of that not all proceeds but some of the proceeds go to support the house of ellie what you're listening to right now there's also a blu-ray version available and if you want to get that now that that is in your aac right now they don't have Blu-ray artwork available yet, but it'll be the exact same artwork with a little blue strip at the top yep. and a much smaller case. Uh, so I'll be picking that one up this year mm. um, and not making the HD mistake that I made last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, even though I do have Season 5 and 6 on HD. Thanks to Xander, he sent me Season 5 on... Uh, well, when you get a HD, you don't say no. No, no, not at all. That's why I ended up with two HD players and yeah. 70 HD movies and then kill the HD. Uh-huh. Bring in the Blu-ray. So, it's all well and good. I would say that does support the House of L. You can also click those links on our websites. And if you go through that portal and you purchase anything else from Amazon, those proceeds also go to help the House of L as well. Yep. So, it's win, freaking win. You get stuff. We get... We get paid. A little bit of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Don't make uh, that kind of money? What are you, crazy? It's like 30 cents on yeah. the dollar. <laughs> it's, no, not even that much. Uh, but it is really cool to finally see Season 7. Which has been one of my favorite seasons ever, um, coming to yeah. the grasp because, and I love it when the announcements get further up because um, Apocalypse hadn't even aired yet, and they already were like season seven coming in September. Here's the artwork, yeah, and you know the season's not even over yet. So I, you know, Apocalypse uh, it was like the greatest. Wasn't that a, just a terrific episode? Yeah, and I wish we were talking about Apocalypse right now. But... <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm hoping that's one of the ones that has... There's two episodes with commentary. Surely Welling will do a commentary because he directed... That was his first directing, you know, thing. Big episode? Yeah. I mean, it's his third directing episode, but... I mean, but it's still... That's like one of the... like. I I wouldn't even bother saying that I did two other ones if it wasn't this one. Yeah. I mean, mean, he did a great job with Hydro and Fragile, but this one definitely is one that is within the storyline of the season mm-hmm. and definitely progresses the story forward and has some amazing action sequences. Nobody else has taken us to Krypton, really, before. I mean, we mm-hmm. saw Zor-El and, and Kara there for you know half a second at the yeah. beginning of Laura. But that shot from the side, like you know that was not recycled footage, or at least I don't think it was, the shot of Krypton coming around no, from around the sun. All that new. was beautiful. I yeah. almost cried when yeah. I saw that. Then. I was just I was rooting the boy on because, I mean, he did... To that's more screen time. We're gonna have to break off an apocalypse for a second. Mm-hmm. That's more screen time in that episode than he's probably had an episode in the entire season. You know, yeah. and, and and to also be directing that that's tough. is is awesome. Yeah, I mean that speaks volumes about him. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's classic. Um, season seven DVDs should just be awesome. Uh, deleted scenes, definitely some deleted scenes from tonight. We'll talk about that when we get into an <laughs> Arctic discussion. Actually, technically, that might be deleted scenes from another episode. We'll have to figure all that out as it comes closer to the DVD. Uh, hopefully, a couple of featurettes. I know of at least one featurette that will be on there, and the deleted scenes. Two commentaries, um, but they have not been announced which ones. Hey, it's season six had no commentaries. I'm just saying, you go no commentaries to two. I mean, that's like yeah. dropping an eyedropper full of water in a 
dehydrated guy's mouth. No gag grill. Yeah. I, I really well, want to get Rosenbaum's last season. You know he was he going needs crazy. A gag grill. You know he was going crazy last on that season set. with Glover. Yeah. De- desperately requires a, a gag grill. The two of them are hilarious. Mm-hmm. I can't believe there's not going to be one on there. I don't know why. I, and definitely there needs to be. I think Alan Miles need a commentary their last season. Yeah. I, I think they you know deserve a little something. Um, hopefully, I'm hoping something involving this. There's so many, though, that would be cool. Uh, Laura would be a cool one to have commentary on Blue Wood. Mm-hmm. Um, Bizarro, of course, would. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Cure with Dean Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome to get Dean Kane to come back and do it, though. Yeah. So there's so many cool ones this season. And if there's only two to pick from, definitely my number one pick is Apocalypse, I yep. would have to say. But another one I think should either be Veritas or Arctic due to the strike, what did and did not happen, those kind of things that could be talked about. I think that one of those two episodes definitely... I think, in all honesty, the way Veritas was hyped and then a lot of people were disappointed by it, I think Veritas should be the one that gets it because there was so much stuff deleted from Veritas. Um... I mean, if you cut the episode down, I've said this on the show before, the episode's really only 38 minutes long. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you take all the commercials and everything out of it. But originally, it was going to be like an 80-minute episode. Yeah. And, you know, before the strike, and they were going to have all this added footage that they sprinkled out. I I don't understand the CW sometimes with all their commercials. Yeah. It's like, Clark, I have something to tell you. I know it just came back from commercial. But you can da 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 new Olay facial with Kristen Krupp, <laughs> you know whatever. If you've used the medication, yeah, or the, yeah I mean, it's all that. Call kind the of law stuff. offices. <laughs> uh, at least that's how it is on our local CW affiliate. I don't know if that's the same way nationwide, but uh, it's all medical legal battles and all yeah. commercials, and I don't know what they're driving at around here. I definitely think uh, Veritas deserves a since Alan Miles were so crucial in that. Uh, the, bringing together the storylines off in the past years. I mean, that went all the way back to the pilot with Lex and, and Lionel being in the helicopter mm-hmm. on their way to Smallville, Smallville looking for the Traveler. You know, everything goes back full circle, and they were crucial in tying all these storylines together with Virgil Swan, with Veritas, with the Traveler. So I, I definitely think that's one that deserves uh, another look on the DVD. And mm-hmm. hopefully, uh, you know... It'd be awesome if they put a unedited... Uh, yeah, I, I doubt very seriously no, that's going to happen, but you know, uh, I think it would just would be completely awesome if they did. But you know, and talking about season seven, you know, it's come to a close now. The finale tonight was tonight, and season eight has been announced this week. The upfronts for the CW has happened. Full press release and official announcement has come out. Um, now, if you look at it, and you this actually came out on Tuesday. This is Thursday night now. Allison Mack's name was left off the list. Now, that was a contingency plan because they did not know at that point if she was going to resign mm-hmm. or not. Of course, they knew Rosenbaum wasn't going to be there. Glover wasn't going to be there, so they're not on there. But they didn't know about Allison, so she was left off the list just in case that would happen. One name that was from that was a little odd to me that popped up because she's already said she's only going to be in a handful of episodes, which is less than a 12-episode commitment, I would assume. More like seven episodes is Kristen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was listed, billed right after Tom. On the um, the cast list for season eight, I think uh, you know she seems to me like one of those actresses that you know, like she's kind of working for the weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, she'll still do it as long as she's getting you know some screen time and getting some experience and just has something to do. But you know, she doesn't want to be really 
too committal about it because like all other actors they want every single part that's just that's the way the business is right. you know and you know and I and I dig you know uh Tom Welling and and everybody else who's going to be on there you know like who said full time I'll be on there but I still you know it's okay for Kristen to say you know, I don't. I just don't think. I, you know, I don't want to quit, but I don't think I can do well, a full thing. She's definitely looking forward to a film career. She's yeah. she's looking forward forward to that and and moving on with that. And she's doing that right now. She's in Tibet filming this uh, Street Fighter film. And that scene from tonight's episode was actually filmed months ago, mm-hmm. uh, back before you know around Veritas as another one of those contingency plans. Man, um, she knows how to break up with somebody, doesn't she? Yeah, she she loves those video breakups. Yeah. <laughs> Whitney, I couldn't Clark. believe. Yeah, I couldn't believe they did. <laughs> that would have been funny. Whitney, uh, Clark. Clark. What, what was your um, name? Again? Jason. Yeah. Uh, look, I've done like forty-five of these. Yeah. <laughs> Just tapes lined up behind yeah. her, all of them. Uh, well, we. Um, you, another thing you're going to notice about this cast list, this, and it does, of course, features Thomas Clark, Chris and Lana. You've got um, Erica's Lois gets another billing. Allison now will be on there as Chloe. Yes, so we said she wasn't featured because mm-hmm. the contract hadn't been done yet. And of course, Aaron as Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, we've lost Glover this year. Yep. You know, Lionel Luther is dead. We've now lost Michael Rosenbaum. Lux Luther will not be on the show anymore. Mm-hmm. And another name everybody expected to see and was not on there is Laura Vandervoort. And a lot of people are questioning whether or not. Uh, Kara will appear in season eight of Smallville or not. She was kind of left in limbo at the end of tonight's episode. Uh, Laura has yet to sign any kind of contract for season eight either. Mm-hmm. And she's definitely got some films coming up in the pipeline. So it's kind of take it or leave it at this point. Uh, th- she's still got time, of course, to sign up. She, I don't think they were as um, hard-pressed to get her to sign immediately as they were Allison. Allison had to like this weekend, and then they right. had to figure out what they were doing. Well, they're not character yeah. big time. Well, first of all, they're not going to start filming until late June or early right. July, and then second of all, with her with Laura's character, it's okay if she's not there for a couple of episodes, right. you know. Yeah. Because um, Clark really has no idea what happened to her. I mean, he can deduce. He could probably. You know, he's got it, it somewhere in the back of his mind of what happened. And then you know the thing about it is, is you know, Kara was on Krypton. If not when the Phantom Zone was created, uh, she at least knew about it, and I'm sure that all of the members of the House of L know how to get out. They got yeah. that back door. Yeah. And she is, of course, a member of the House of L. Here's the thing, though. Clark went in in his barn and came out in some field. Kara went in on Krypton before it exploded. Where might Where she come she out? Where did she end up? Yeah. yeah. Does she go into inner space to Kandor? Of course, Clark. Clark ended up in Smallville still, where they, all the other ones went all over the yeah universe, all over the Earth, and you know he ended up in Smallville. Um, there's so much to talk about with what could have happened to all these characters at the end of this episode, um, and you know the cast list just kind of clues you in. And now that we know Allison's going to be on there, it does. Makes sense that, you know, it's going to be a big season. I think the Daily Planet will be a whole lot more present in the upcoming season. Um, definitely this new character of Lexus will probably be taking over the Daily Planet. I'm not positive on that, but I could definitely see the uh, Tess character maybe uh, uh, taking um, that role. Which we did say last week, we felt like while it is a nod to the name Tess Mocker, it is, I think it is more of a 
derivative of the Contessa, one of Luther's many wives in the mm-hmm. comics, uh, who did handle a lot of his affairs and his estate. What is Michael McKeon doing? I don't, you know, there's there has to be some Perry White reference before the end of Smallville. Whether it's a phone call or something, there, there has to be some... Like we picked a new editor. <clears throat> yeah, Perry the name has to be dropped before too much longer. Yeah. So, you know, we, we don't really even know where Pauline Kahn went. You know, yep. uh, Carrie Fisher. Oh, right. Yeah, you know, just all of a sudden had... Uh, yeah, I forgot Grant about her. Gabriel, so... But you didn't see her since like season no, five. No, yeah, Thirst was the only episode yeah. you and that was just a... Just a fun little role. It wasn't expected to see her again at all. So, on that. But in addition to the returning characters, the returning favorites of season eight, they're also casting two new characters as we speak. And they are heavily casting for these characters. And um, we're being told they're even trying to stunt cast for the character of Davis Blue, which um, is going to, of course, be a bartender at the Ace of Hearts Club, which we got to see tonight again. Ace of Clubs. Uh, Ace of Clubs. What did I say? Ace of Hearts Club. Enos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they're really trying to push this set forward, which I still is just some kind of mashup of uh, Hartley's apartment. Of Oliver Queen's yeah. loft is all it is. Just change stuff around. Uh, so it, they, they're casting for this character. They're also casting for uh, Tess. The, and they have released scenes of the... of. Then there's no reason to believe that these will actually be in the episode. We've seen casting notices for Smallville before where the scene has not actually been in the episode. It's just something to gauge how they do with the other characters. I can screen rem- test. Yeah, screen test and all it is. I, I remember Jason Teague's being his scene. I remember Jimmy Olsen's was not ever in an actual episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a scene with with uh, Clark that, that never made it into the, the show. Um Tess's uh, deals with Clark at the barn when it is their first encounter where she says she will be taking over. For, she's stepping in Lex's absence and taking over all of his affairs and will be handling his estate in Smallville while he is gone. Mm. And um, this Davis Bloom character, his his first interaction is with uh, Lois, and Lois sees that he has a good bit of blood on his shirt when the when, during one of their encounters and she is inquiring to what that is about and he tells her you know to mind <clears throat> to mind her own business so <laughs> it's really interesting to see what they're going to do with both these characters i for one am very excited about tess because of the interaction that she and clark are going to have there's never been just a real good female villain on the show that wasn't a meteor one-time meteor freak at all uh, yeah. I mean, you know, we've seen him go up against females before. Tina Greer, you know. The chick, the plant chick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hypnotic, that, that girl. Yeah, so, Tori Spelling. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that another Hydro. So, you've gotten to see all this before, but to see an ongoing progression throughout the season and to know that this woman is going to be attracted to Clark, but still be oh. as much a nemesis as Lex was. And, you know, as the casting notes say, challenge him in ways that Lex Luthor never could. Uh, it's, She'll use her feminine wiles. Yes. <laughs> so that's going to be really interesting to see. So I assume that with all these names missing from the opening credits, that we will definitely be seeing some... Uh, even if they're only 12-episode commitments, you know, Erica was only in a 12-episode in a commitment in Season 6, and she mm-hmm. still made it into the credits. And Oh, yeah, that's that's and what course, it means. Vandervoort being in Season 7. So I assume you're going to see this Davis Bloom character and this Tess 
character when season eight began in the opening credits, which are probably going to be very different opening credits. I don't know how much they'll show from the past. No more Annette O'Toole scenes, no more John Schneider scenes, no more John Glover scenes, no more Michael Rose. Well, they never really, they haven't done Annette and Schneider since last year, but, but no more Glover and Rosenbaum scenes. I would deduce. Nope. Um, to bring in these two new people. And if, if Vandervoort does indeed not come back, that's another one they'll have to check out. So if you get a chance to view these casting notices, I know Craig has posted them over at Krypton's site. We didn't get a hold of them, so I did not post them. Uh, they are fun to read, and they kind of give you an idea of what these characters will hold for the next season and how they will interact with the returning characters. Of course, they are new characters, but see how they interact with Clark and Lois and those type people. Check that out over at one of our good friends, KryptonSite.com. And the terrible, terrible but not so terrible. It's Like I said, we had a just a crap load of news to talk about tonight. Justin Hartley, mm. our friend, our buddy, yet again, third time, not the charm, pilot not picked up for the CW. Third time. Third time. Mercy Reef and that Spellbound show, this is the third one now. I didn't hear about Spellbound. Yeah, show. it was him and some women. I don't know what that one was about. I never <laughs> saw it. but It was called Spell, that episode of Smallville. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's it. It's um, that's the third time, and, and they didn't pick up another one. And I feel bad for him because he, he deserves, I think he deserves his own show. Oh, he's a great actor. He is an amazing guy. He's an amazing actor. But what that means is, is back after Siren aired mm-hmm. he and you know he and elena huffman she played black canary she was on the show too on uh, house of l cw signed a deal with hartley a, a direct deal to where he is with the cw now right so if they haven't picked up this pilot that the cw was promoting you know that they were pitching mm-hmm. and they didn't you know they ended up deciding not to go with it it didn't test well for whatever reason green I, arrow in season eight hartley in the opening credits now that would be that would make up for any mistake I think that could ever happen on the show. I'm just saying. You I, know, I would absolutely love that if he was a regular. I don't see that happening with the with the lowest character. You know, with their interaction, I don't really know. No, at this but, point, the way he and Black Canary kind of the way he and Diana left at the end of Siren, I don't really see him coming back and not full not her that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he were in, if he were in as many or almost as many as he was in season. Uh, Six, I'd be totally happy. What was he in, like nine? That, ep- that? Mm, between six and nine episodes. I mean, that'd that be, be great. Great if he had as much of presence again as he did then. I understand, and, you know, definitely with Lex not being around, thirty three point one is pretty much defunct. Yeah, you know, if if the Justice League kind of went on about their ways until they come back again with Superman and you know the big way, mm-hmm. you know the the way that needs to come back. Well, he was the last one to join anyway. Well, right? I know, but you know, to come. Yeah, to to definitely have the team there and then be like, okay, well we're we we did good, and then there's always going to be evil to fight, but we'll, we'll yeah. come back to it. You know, de- definitely we'll we'll keep in touch. But if he you know returns to Smallville and and they can tie his storyline into the Clarks, I yeah. just think that would be great. Oh, I do too. You know, they're obviously because they're still mooching off. What of I would rather have than him coming back to Smallville is a Green Arrow series. Totally, and I don't understand why they didn't I try that. I don't understand why that's not happening. We should write that. Well, I just, I don't get it because it is a tried and true. It worked. It was a formula on the show that worked. Not just that is you had a great reinvention of Green Arrow, and a lot of people were for the first time introduced to the Green mm-hmm. Arrow. A lot of people maybe didn't watch Justice League Unlimited or Justice League of America 
or didn't read the Green Arrow comics and didn't know how awesome he was or just, you know, whatever, just didn't know who he was. And But now they see, oh, man, is this is a great character. Badass interpretation. Harley does amazing. Harley was built for that character. Yes. I mean, he is the Green Arrow. Yeah. You know, maybe if he grows the goatee, the goatee a little bit. Oh, that, that would, would be classic. Be, you know, completely and then, tight. Yeah. And I don't get it. And I think Craig Burns said it better than anybody. He put it on the side. He was like, you know, if this is, if the CW really is directing their demographic towards like 18 to 34 women, well, what woman doesn't think Justin Harley is hot? I mean, they do. I mean, you know. I'm, what you women? Know, I think he's I hot. I think he's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to come out. I'm confident enough to know that that is an attractive man and, and put him in the green suit and have him shoot people. Think about gonna... switching teams if he wasn't already married. <laughs> I mean, come on. That is perfect. Yeah. I mean, you've, you've, you've got the setup already there. I know. I know I, it needs to be. It needs to happen, and it needs to happen soon because because you can still have him <laughs> cross over on Smallville. Yeah, because now he because you know they'll film it in Vancouver. Yeah, because he can just go to Star City. Yeah, I just I don't I don't see why which that will wasn't, be filmed in uh, Toronto. Yeah, I just don't see why that wasn't whenever he was like, okay, here's another one. We need to do Green Arrow. We need to make this. I'm you saying, know, it's, I mean, you just if you want to keep with the name with the Mercy Reef and the small, just call it Star City and go. Yeah, I mean that's that's whatever you want to do. You've, you've you've got the perfect pitch. You've got the perfect guy. Hell, bring bring Elena Huffman in and and make her and make it the Green Arrow and Black Canary show. I don't know that she would want to dress up like that all the time, but you know, it's, it's whatever. A, hell, it's a variety show. They could sing, yeah. they could dance. It's great. The kids could come. It's amazing. Yeah, I want to see it happen. I do. Before I die, and but well, before Harley dies, I want to see it. You ever happen. see the King of Comedy? Yeah, <laughs> that's how we're gonna make it happen. I'm gonna take them all hostage. Uh, but we do hate that because that's that's just another attempt he's made. That's another. Devotion he he made to a whole nother to you know that because yeah. that's got to be exciting. He spent time developing a character and was getting prepared to, to do this to be and, on a pilot version, and even probably even more so with um, Mercy Reef because of all the effects they had oh, yeah. and everything. It wasn't just a just a normal yeah, one just, mill drama. Yeah, exactly, you know, they have to do all this in the water and all this stuff uh, to devote all this time to show that you hope is going to go somewhere, and then you know you get the call that it, it didn't do it, and that's tough, and you know and. But, you know, CW obviously sees potential in him. Mm-hmm. They're just looking for the right fit. And I really think I they've think, already found I it. I think green leather tights is a good fit for him. Yeah. I got to say. And just, even it's just plain Oliver Queen. He yeah. plays it great. Yeah. You know? Terrific. Because he, he, he got that billionaire playboy down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, as it for our Superman Smallville news, that was a lot to cover, but it is the end of the season, and that is pretty much the roundup of things that will happen. And it'll probably be the last bit of news you hear here for a few months, given what our usual summer schedule is like. Uh, by the time we get about five episodes into the season, we're drawing straws here to find out who's going to list their favorite episodes. Or, yeah. <laughs> you, know, you do it. What, no, I did it last turn. week. <laughs> so, uh, uh, so, Steve, you have it next week. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Gear up, buddy boy. Write them down. <laughs> um, so, hopefully, but hopefully, because. Of the season eight announcement because of Allison re-signing these two new characters, and I would like to think that now it has been a shortened season. Even though this does is around the time it would normally end. I mean, we it is. They just you know kind you of know, stretched it out. out. Yeah. I would like to see Smallville start a little bit earlier. That would be cool. I don't think they're going to do it. I doubt it. it. I'm, usually, what you get is the season seven DVD. Yeah. And then a week later, the yeah. season DVD, and then a week later the show starts. I, so I, you, 
probably won't be seeing that, but it would be great because it would be that much more Smallville. I mean, hell, we thought that was going to happen with Heroes, and that just absolutely yeah. did not. But I hopefully, you know, mm-hmm. if that will pay off. And not hopefully, I know Tim's a genius. Yeah, I watch Crossing Jordan. So <laughs> I I think that really needs to become something we see because I don't think we're going to get extra episodes next season to make up for I doubt it. you know I I'm at this point I'm going to be pleased if we get 21 22 episodes next yeah, season. Yeah, they hit the if they hit the average of yeah, 22. Yeah, you know, if, nice. if we can get that many, I think we're going to be doing okay. There was some discussion on whether or not uh, we would even be getting a full season because the press re- release that came out for the second season of Reaper said that when Smallville concludes its run mid-season, which would be around the ninth episode mark in mm-hmm. December, where it usually, you know, subterranean, yeah. those kind of episodes where it cuts off. Lexmas. Uh, mole. Uh, that is where... Mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, you know, it, it it breaks for winter high. It usually comes back early February, mid-February, yeah. something like that. I think that what that really does mean is that when Smallville gets to episode nine and does break for winter hiatus, Reaper will instead of Smallville repeats, mm-hmm. you'll get, you'll be treated the new episodes of Reaper until Smallville comes back. Which again. is all right, except for I haven't watched a single episode of that show. I only saw the pilot, and because you know, Kevin Smith, our boy, did it, and yeah. I had to watch it. Jersey represent, but you know, word up, <laughs> word, my friend. I had to see it. I enjoyed it. And I think it and Supernatural are going to be a good fit because they're kind of dealing. I mean, it's different ways. Yeah, but it's kind of that same thing. Yeah. Um, so, but I I do not think that means that Smallville will be limited to nine to twelve episodes. God, I hope not. But they've definitely. Oh please no. They've definitely said for. I mean, if you're going to do a season eight, I mean, they're, now they're saying the CW president Dawn has, has said. You know, don't count it out just yet. But I really think season nine, I think you're going to see even more people start walking. You know what I think it is? I think that they definitely gave them at least a half season. and But the president of uh, CW know that uh, that Todd and Darren really have some good ideas to yeah. shake things Kelly up. Kelly and Brian both, too. And yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot Kelly and Brian are doing yeah. that, too. And they, both of them, or all four of them, have been on uh, since season, season two. two. Yeah. So, you know, they know the show just as well as everybody else yeah. does. So, yeah. Well, I, I really hope that... Um, I just think that, you know, if you're going to do season eight, if it is going to be the last one, I think Dawn may have meant, I think what the CW president may have meant is... Just because this is the last season of the show, or if this is the last season of the show, we don't need to focus on it as this is because it kind of puts it in a negative light. You don't want to before right. a season even starts. You don't want to be like, well, this is it. You know, yeah. You want to do that around the five final episodes mark, right? But I think uh, you know, you and I were talking the other day about if they did just do a half season, if they did like ten or eleven episodes. They're going to be ten Superman heavy episodes. There, there would be no filler. Is what yeah, you, yeah no I filler. Mean, there'd be episodes. no room for filler. You would have to start. Yeah, it's like build, Clark build, like build. shunning everything Kryptonian except for his cousin. You know, and then it'll have to go from that to okay, I'm Superman. Yeah, now. completely pretty quick. Yeah, and I don't think they would try to bring these two new characters. I could see maybe them bringing this test character in yeah. for that because he does need some sort of Luther villain, Luther-type villain to go up against. I don't think they'd bring in this Davis Bloom character if they were going to go out on a 10-episode kind of way. Not with what you were saying earlier. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, because that really doesn't need to happen for several years. No, so definitely not. So all that being said, we ton of news, ton of news. Arctic, we're here. Uh, season we're- 7 finale, <laughs> yeah, we finally arrived. Um, two years, man, we've been sitting here doing this, and... Uh, 
and we you know we started with uh, Vessel at the end of season five. Yeah, and uh, we're we're here at this point, and it's, we've seen it change from the C the WB to the CW. We've seen characters get killed off the show, and all this stuff happening, and we've definitely. This show has been very much the journey of Clark Kent and Lex Luthor, and we have seen the, as far as Smallville goes, we've seen the complete journey of Lex Luthor, and it it ended tonight. His his journey to evil really ended in descent, but his yeah. full journey came to an end tonight. Um, the initial reactions. Initial reactions. An hour um, later. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I I got to be honest with you. What's you know what what the true mark of a season finale is. Is when you see it, you're like, I can guess all I want, but I really don't know where this thing is going. Right. And they did that tonight. Right. And it was, uh, you know, they were put into a crappy situation with the writer's strike earlier or later last year. And, you know, I, I really think they dug themselves out pretty well. And I, I'm just, you know, when I saw the, when I saw the end of that episode and the, the pieces of ice just go back into the ground, I'm thinking, ah, yeah. Clark needs that. Yeah, I mean that was that was the last big part of the puzzle. Um, it's really kind of cool because, like you were saying, I mean he really needs that. But everything kind of built to that point. And you're saying at the end of a season, you can see where they're going. Definitely, I think one of those we could definitely see. I mean, especially the early seasons. I mean, the tornado. Yeah, he's going to get out of that. Yeah. You know, Red Kryptonite speeding off on the Harley going to Metropolis. Mm-hmm. He's going to get out of that. Him getting knocked out by Bizarro, he's going to dust himself off the ground, and there's going to be a cool battle. Yeah. The fortress blowing up, then disappearing into the ground, and taking two bodies with it wherever it may have gone. Yeah. That's a little that's bit... Iffy. That's iffy. That's new matter. territory. Yeah, that's completely new territory. Yeah. I mean, Chloe being arrested, that's one thing. Right. Lana going, we know Kristen's coming back. We know we yeah. have not seen the end of Lana Lang. Uh, and definitely there was no peril for Jimmy or Lois at the end of this episode, which is... A little uncommon, definitely for Lois. There's usually, for Lois, oh yeah, yeah. There's Lois is usually in some kind of crap. Let's uh, see, what was she doing at the end of season four? five? At, at the end of season four. At the end of season uh, four, she was laying on the ground watching the meteors come down. She fell out of her. That's car. right. And then what happened in season five? She was with Martha on the plane. That's right. Yeah. Season six. Yeah. She. What did happen at the end? Of, uh, she was in the. Um, she. She and Chloe were trapped in the dam. After she got stabbed, and she then has been up. saved. She got she got clean. <laughs> she got a clean slate in this she one. She is good to go. So, but definitely, so it wasn't so much about, and that's because the episode wasn't so much about all the other characters being in trouble as it usually is. It was definitely the Clark and Lex battle that they well, have ended at. I mean, it wasn't really a battle, but after it was, the Clark and Brainiac, battle, yeah, which was which awesome. was very cool to see. Uh, it's all I love. Tom Lowe and James Marster scene. They play yeah. off each other so well. And can I just say, Laura Vanderport, awesome James Marsters, like, pulling him into her acting? I think so, too. And she really I, channeled him, if I can say so? She did, and that was totally... Um, uh, I kind of liked her being that kind of sullen and serious like that. She wasn't the kind of cutesy, sullen, serious like she is. Well, like she is as Kara, not as Kara Brainiac. That's if they got married, Kara yeah. Brainiac. yeah. Um... Craniac. Craniac. Uh, no, I, I think totally that she she did an excellent job, you know, uh, delivering, you know, really good dialogue. And right. She totally gave Clark up. Yeah. I think that was great. That was a I mean, great she, scene. I mean, Brainiac screwed 
Clark, and, and and he, you know, he may be gone for now. I mean, obviously, Brainiac is never as gone. long as there's a piece. As long as there's some tiny, and you saw that. I love how they showed that. There yeah. was that one tiny piece kind of falling towards Clark. I almost expected him just to use heat vision and just kind of. Whap I thought it. that was where it was building to. to be I, I kind of did too. Um, but he, you know, it it he really screwed everything up in this one because it was the perfect ploy to go as Kara. To knowing that he couldn't get, and we're still going to call it the Omega Hedron because I think yeah, that Steve, was classic. Steve Glosson nailed that better than anybody ever could, calling it that. Uh, Brainiac cannot touch this thing. It was made for human hands. It was made for somebody. Well, to Clark couldn't control. get near it either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but Brainiac could get closer to it than Clark could. Most likely, that was interesting. Because, um, yeah, because I mean, you saw when Clark comes out of at Lex in the Fortress, it it starts yeah. going brighter, and he was like, "Whoa." <laughs> I really do think though that that may have had some black kryptonite into it because that doesn't make Clark weak. It just starts the it yeah. starts the change. Yeah, you, know, you remember you... Um, Onyx mm-hmm. when he when he pulls like uh, after it's right before Alexander drops the the bulk on Clark and Chloe. He pulls something. Like, he pulls something over in that lab, and there's a little bit, and starts glowing real close, and it's like it bit him. Like, he yeah. jumps back real that's quick. that's kind of the same thing yeah. that was going on. Yeah. It, very much that, that same kind of look he had about him. So, I, it's really... Um, Did I say it, black kryptonite? Yeah. Okay, I thought I said purple for a minute. <laughs> Pink. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I really like the whole Omega Hedron storyline. One thing we've already gotten like 15 emails about I'm looking at is, if you remember several weeks ago, the trailer for Sleeper, which was not a trailer for Sleeper. It was a trailer for the final episodes of the season. But in that trailer, you saw what they had been building to all along, and that was Lex in like a Gore-Tex suit and sunglasses walking up to the fortress in daylight, you know, him taking off the glasses and looking at the thing. That was the original ending to Veritas. That was how the season was going to end. Mm -hmm. Um... Brainiac and Kara flew off. You know, Clark tried to jump off the building and go after them, and he, you know, he kind of falls. Like he goes for a little bit, he kind of falls. The Clark and Lana thing happened with her being, uh, you know, paralyzed by Brainiac, and very much this. And after Lionel's death, and you know him getting the keys, uh, Lex getting the keys. This is what was going to happen. He yeah. was going to find his way. He was going to get the Omega Hedron. It was going to lead him to the North, and that was where he was going to end up there. So, that got cut, of course. That wasn't in the episode. And it didn't really make sense either because when we had seen pictures and everything for the episode, it went from Lex wearing the Gore-Tex suit to, the the trench suit, to him gloves, wearing the trench coat yeah. and the gloves and it being night at the fortress, yeah. of course. Um, which I don't think he could have survived up there that long. Uh, no, and I'm wondering why the self-defense mechanism didn't... It had to have been something with He wasn't shaking at all. Like I mean, you think about Chloe like walking up to the place and well, Arcana, she yeah, uh, well she was arrival. yeah 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 but, you know she was you know normally you know normal Arctic cold and then Jarell you know yeah, started Jarell the spank started him. the yeah the thing it must have been something about the you know the megahedron that kept it from doing I love it. that I wish they had called it that like I, I, I oh come just, on you know that's what it was too oh I know that's what it was but I think that would have been. Just a great little nod yeah. uh, to the fans. It didn't um, spin, though. If it had spun, that would have been classic. Yeah. Selena! <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's so much other stuff in the episode. There, The whole Brainiac thing. I love the thing at the substation between Clark and Brainiac. Uh, yeah. Yeah, him trying to repower and Clark 
like as a like the electricity froze. Like Clark was yeah. literally going faster than the speed of light. Yeah. In order to punch Brainiac like yeah. that. And, and what a punch shattered. it was. Oh, he shattered him into that transformer. Yeah, just he did. clear across that gravel lot. So that was really neat. Um of course Chloe getting Chloe's power going berserk. Yeah, I I I, I didn't know what that would do to her, but I figured that would mess Brainiac up pretty bad. And it did. It, it, it drained, drained his power completely, and that was why he immediately needed to recharge. But that, uh... I love that never he, watched, was like, he was like, what the hell are you? Yeah, yeah. You, you never watched uh, Charmed, did you? Mm-hmm. The, Just when I would come over to your house and it was I know, but and the... I was like, but, um, I'm gonna make a sandwich. But uh, Piper and Leo's baby had this, like, uh... Ever since he was born, had this just whenever he didn't know whoever was in the room, he'd put up this shield, like orb shield around. Him. I that's kind of what that. that's kind of what that reminded that. me of a little I do, bit. I do remember that. There was also some great stuff uh, setting up for season eight in this. Um, I like Lois and Clark's scene towards the beginning uh, with mm-hmm. the application for yeah. the planet. That was it's like, I'm like, never going to do yeah. that. And I said last week I thought it was really cool. And um, Steve and I talked about this. Can you ever remember an instance of seeing him like in a blue shirt? And then putting on the jacket. Like, I can never... I can remember seeing him in a blue shirt. I can remember seeing him in the blue shirt and red jacket. I can't ever remember seeing him go and take it. It was just kind of like putting on the cape to me. I felt like. I don't think I ever saw yeah, that. Yeah. He's either... It's either on or it's off. It's not, yeah. I've never seen him put actually put it on. So, it was that was kind of... I'm going to scour the archives. Yeah. So, you know, Lois being there, the Daily Planet papers, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, there was a cool... Not cool, but there was a little bit more of a... A weird nod to the um, Clark Lex relationship that uh, Lois was hinting at in in the Kent family kitchen. That, yeah, that got cut off uh, when Chloe walked in. She was going to allude to a little bit more of a okay. why a billionaire would be obsessed with a farm boy kind of conversation. But then, why do you think a billionaire? <laughs> what Chloe, have you heard, Chloe? What did you hear? <laughs> but Chloe walked in before Chloe. They got what, what are you doing here? <laughs> Thank God. Um, the Craniac uh, Clark fight scene, mm-hmm. which I mean, not really a fight scene, but the I grabbing, grabbing her, the signature grabbing her, yeah, and the, the spinning kick. Every time, whether it's him, Brainiac, or Kara flying off, and that you know that they do something, Clark, and then fly off. You know, he just he's got the he's got the hunger. He yeah. wants to be up in the air. It, it's just. And he knows how to do it. That's mm-hmm. what's you know. He's lying to everybody. Oh, he's sitting there, he knows the same way in Veritas when Brainiac flew off, and mm-hmm. and you know, and he and Kara watched him fly off. Same way when he watched Kara or Craniac fly off tonight, he was like, Ugh. "It's you like know? I know I can do that. I don't know why I can't." That look on his face, I've never seen. No, he, when I, not I was, even that when 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 Chloe opened her eyes on the ventilator and she had that that Lana mm-hmm. that glazed over look and. Because Clark didn't know what had happened. Yeah. You know, he thought, for all he thought, she tried to save somebody. And because you remember, he kept yeah, yeah, warning yeah. her. He was like, you got to quit doing this. You're going to. Because you stay in the coma longer. You stay in the coma longer. Or you stay dead longer. So for all he knew, that that's what had happened yet again. Yeah. And then to see her eyes open up like that and realize that it was Brain Hank with them. And his face. He was like. Oh, he was pissed. Oh, yeah. It's on. Like Donkey Kong. I got to. He s- was all over the place. I want to say this, though, that if Tom doesn't get nominated for some sort of emmy for that episode he had more range of emotion than anybody than any other episode i've ever to seen to go from in the opening minutes to be kind of happy-go-lucky given yeah. what's happening with lana but to have this interaction with 
Chloe and, and, and Lois in the mm-hmm. opening scene, then to be broken up with, which I'm sorry, I may be a converted Clark and Lois completely fan on Smallville because that's that hugging yeah. between them after Lana broke up with them. That was awesome. Look, I was, I'm not ashamed to admit I was fighting tears. <laughs> I'm man enough to say that I was fighting tears back. They were on the, they were on the lower eyelid. They were yeah. just welling right there. Well, I mean, Lana's video kind of looked like, I'm in Afghanistan. They've got, you know... They've got me. <laughs> I mean, it kind of had I'm sorry. That, I can't speak Arabic. It, it or kind Farsi. of had that look about it. But then again, as you said earlier, she does like to uh, leave the... John, oh, she loves the... the uh, if she doesn't video. have to do it face-to-face, it's can't easy. can she write a letter? I, don't <laughs> I mean, that's more personal. Where did she find a video camera at that... She was still at her hospital gown. Not just that. They edited it together. Because, yeah, very well. No, I mean, they edited it because it was not recorded on a small dvd it was on a big one yeah. so they obviously shot it on mini dv put it into a computer <laughs> and then put it on dvd but not just that and here's the proof how it does that it goes to static if yeah. it was the end of the dvd it just would have hit yeah. gone to the menu yeah so obviously she threw it together real fast exactly. like look i don't have a whole lot of time but we're done yeah exactly i thought that was pretty funny but she did she did a really good job on that breakup too because yeah even though i mean that was months ago but that was still um you know that relationship's probably not going to happen when she comes back to the show. I mean that that I think I think it's safe to say that was the end of Klana, and I think that's good because you heard her say the world needs you more than I do. Mm-hmm. And before you and know, she's been saying that since uh, since Hero exactly. I mean not since Hero. Um, the Warrior Angel episode. Yeah, since action. action. But it's good to hear her say it in a sense and, and realize. We can't just yeah stay. We can't just meaninglessly stay together just because we love each other. I can't be selfish anymore. Yeah, and you know if you were to come here and if I had to say this to your face, I wouldn't be able to go. So it's better I get out of here. I, you know, and if we don't see I'm Chris in the first five episodes of season eight, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Hmm? Um, yeah, you know if she doesn't start coming coming into life for the because she said don't go episode. look for me. Yeah, she said you know don't don't even try to look for me. I won't. Uh, you know, you know, he won't be here. So I thought that that was a really good scene, the way they did it, because I love the fact that it was that it was Lois that walked in. Yeah, I, it, Chloe had already woken up from the coma because he had already destroyed Brainiac. So therefore, Chloe and Lana had both right uh, woken up. But I like the fact that it what that Lois was standing. Yeah, I'm glad she didn't hear the the world needs you more than I do part. Yeah, but you know, she walked in right after that, and then they because it was like. He was crying, you know, he was openly weeping, saw her, tried to smile, tried to stop and smile, and then he just broke down again. Yeah. So I, you know, like you said, his range of emotion was completely, uh, and then to go from that to that that anger. You Can know, you be nominated then, for an Emmy? Not in a while. That's what, No, that's what I'm talking about is, because the Emmys were in February, I think. Or were they, where were they? Yeah, it's, yeah. Right. He's gonna have to wait till next February. For that. No, that's Golden Globes. What is Emmys? No, that was Oscars in February. I don't know. No, no, Golden Globes are in February because that's when I went. I know the Oscars around then too. In March. Well, I've seen. I don't February. know. I don't know. He needs to be nominated. That's what I'm saying, though. Line. Is that they'll go into a whole nother season. But can they, you know, when when you're doing an Emmy, you you send a couple of episodes for right. consideration. Right. And can you do it from a season that you're not currently producing? Yeah, I think so. 
As long as it was made in that last year. Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Okay. I think that's all. It falls under the umbrella. Well, they need to get on that. Because I, I think that's great. Um, did you have a favorite scene? Favorite scene. Oh, yeah, before you say that, range of acting. To then go to that standoff, you know, that, that Western-style standoff scene yeah. in the Fortress of Michael. Uh, and then he really... and then he played probably like five, ten different ranges of emotion there because he was really indignant when he got there. No, he was like scared and apologetic when he first got there. Then he was indignant. Yeah. Then he was pleading. Then he was like the know... five stages of death. Basically. Yeah. It, it because was just... then he goes to. I mean, the the Omega Hedron obviously whatever it's and this is something we need to talk about too um, before we get into favorite scenes and kind of wrap up here. Uh, the you know he becomes paralyzed. Obviously, the, the whatever the Omega Hedron does begin to control him. It obviously affects his brain in some way because he cannot talk, he cannot move. He is just there, and yeah. Lex is holding him up. Now, what? And we were talking about this in the car on the way over here. What is it that did Lex know he was going to have to sacrifice himself? I mean, obviously he's got this twisted view of what's happening because Brainiacs led him down the wrong path. He's gotten the wrong yeah. impression from his dad, from Veritas, of what is supposed to be happening. And he believes he is supposed to defeat the Traveler. He's for the greater good. Right. Well, and they were saying in uh, in uh, what was last week's episode? Um, Quest. Quest. Yeah. Uh, they were saying, or Teague was saying in Quest that, uh, or no, 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 it was Jimmy said that uh, ultimately both were going to be destroyed. Right. But one would destroy the other first, and then the second would be destroyed because there can't be a great evil and not a great good. There can only be both or none. Right. And it's kind of the Harry Potter thing going on there. None can live while the other survives. Shutty. Quiet now. Are you going to go read Twilight too, Tucker? Twilight. Apparently the new Harry Potter. I don't think so. Um, what was I saying? Uh, any, no, I, I, I think he must have mentally prepared himself for that. Because you saw the way he was acting on the jet. Like, you know, just go. Let's do this. Yeah, it was like all I need is right here, and then yeah. just and then that last shot, and then Michael even said that last shot was going to be that was that for him that summed it up that that really far crane shot because I mean Lex sees I would have got up and run if I yeah, had not known if I, I didn't know that was coming to, yeah, yeah. If I didn't know I mean he didn't know I mean obviously all that stuff starts crashing around him and he's there holding Clark. He tells Clark, I loved you like a brother, but it has to end this way. Mm -hmm. And then he looks up to see everything coming down on top of him, see literally the roof of the fortress caving in on him. So, you know, that was one thing we were talking about, whether or not Lex really knew whether or not he was going to be sacrificed himself or if he was just going to take control of the Traveler or ultimately what he wanted him to do was kill him. I think that's... It it wasn't so much control him so Clark and Kal-El could never hurt anybody. It was... Kill Kal-El. I, I think so. I think that just from the small tastes of what he's seen a Kryptonian can do, both from his own personal experience as Zod, uh, as Zod's uh, emissary, and what he's seen from, you know, Namek and Aether and um, and just all the other Kryptonians that he ever seen, he saw that these people were destructive, but he could not foresee the ultimate power that Superman, and indeed all Kryptonians have, uh, that come to Earth, but... You know, he just understood this person to be a great threat, and I think that no, I don't think his his primary concern, regardless of whether he's turned evil or not, his primary concern uh, since he found that or since he was set on the path was not to control the traveler; it was to destroy it. Right. 
So, so uh, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. He had the, the other question that comes out of that though is, and it was something that touched on in Quest that Edward Teague actually says Jor El was a great man of science. Of course, we know this. Yeah. We know this from years of mythology of Superman. How amazing a person Jor El was. How thought provoked he was by everything he did. Everything was very methodical that he did by sending Clark to Earth, picking mm-hmm. in, in Smallville's realm, picking the Kents, yeah. knowing what was going to happen. You know, sending his son to Earth. The Omega Hedron being placed like that, I mean, obviously the way it was glowing, you know, Lex felt the need to put it there, you know, obviously for the chain Mm -hmm. effect, whatever was going to happen needed to be happened from the Fortress's console. And that obviously did take effect because Clark, I mean, from the first chunk of ice that fell, Clark fell over. Yeah. Obviously it was affecting his brain to begin with. The Fortress... Coming down like that. Now, whether or not Lex knew he was being sacrificed, that's that's really a moot point be, uh, in the greater role of this because what... <sighs> Maybe you can explain better than I do because I, I did a better job in the car. Did, I mean, was that a safety precaution, destroying the fortress? I mean, was that supposed to happen? Or was that something jor did think because so. he didn't want somebody... I mean, obviously, he put that there to control Kal-El if something were to ever go wrong. What he, I think what we had seen, um, what we were talking about earlier was the fact that if Jor-El needs to control Clark, that is not a problem. He, as long as Clark will go to the fortress, Jor-El could trap him in and make him like Kal-El at the beginning, uh, beginning of Season 4. Yeah. That is not a problem. The issue is uh, that no human could ever have control over the Fortress of Solitude itself. Right. Without this, but it's not really control over it. A human can make it go away, right? And I, I think it, what we were saying in, uh, earlier was that not that a, a, a human would be able to control the traveler. A human could take away Jarrell's influence and thus let the let uh, Clark sort of fend for himself. But what he had planned on so long ago was to send him to such good people. That's why he picked the Kents, because he knew if somebody ever destroyed the... Or not destroyed the fortress, just made it go away. It's not destroyed. Um, just made the fortress go away, that Clark would be okay on his own. But what he had also hoped for was Clark to do his training, which yeah. never happened. Uh, yeah, it's it still has yet to happen. It was a decision that was made at the end of... Uh, middle of season six, when Clark decides it has to happen. When Ryan I, died. Yeah, but, you know, I've got to... I want to do it. It's time I did it. But I got the. But key. I've got these Phantom Zone people. Yeah. And, but I mean, and other stuff has happened since Phantom Zone that has taken away from that. And obviously, when he decides, well, when he went back to do, he his went training. back because you know Lana died. And he thought there's nothing left for me. Mom's gone. Lana's dead. Me and uh, Lex are nothing to each other anymore. It's time for me to go ahead and start this. And Jor-El said, "I have no idea what Kara's doing here. You're first. You need, yeah, to, be you need to be her. watching her because yeah. whatever's going on is something. Her dad has something to do with, and her dad was up to no good. Mm-hmm. Screwing my wife, you know. <laughs> it was this huge Kryptonian domestic disturbance. You know, it all comes to Earth and uh, Urana carries it over. Yeah, Zorel sin. So you know, it's it's. But um, I guess my big thing was the way it went down. Was it supposed to go? If if somebody was indeed trying to control. The Traveler, was it supposed to go down the way it did? Or was I don't that th- another... I think what it was is... In I order- mean, could you not essentially just put that thing on Clark's chest? I mean, he, he started getting near it and it started glowing and he jumped back before Lex ever put it in the console. Right. I think Lex did not know what to do with it. I think yeah. he just did the first thing that came to his mind. And, and when that it touched been- the fortress, I think that's when jor was like, mm-mm, poom, True enough. come down. But I think in order to control the... 
uh, the traveler, I think what it, what they meant was for somebody not to be in there, and that for uh, the traveler to have such a connection to this fortress that should it be gone, he would be slave to whoever could bring it back. Exactly, because they don't want. I mean, Jor-El wouldn't want any human having the fortress, the secrets of Krypton. Right. That extensive history of knowledge. Right. That is in human. Prime, that is that solely is, for that Clark. is for a Kryptonian. That is for Kal-El. Yeah. And wouldn't want Lex Luthor having that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jor-El knows who Lex Luthor is. Yeah, he, he said the name before. You know, mm-hmm. he was the vessel for Zod. Yep. So everything really does come full circle. Um, and I guess the biggest question everybody has is, where did the fortress go? It did destroy itself, but it didn't. It's not like it just fell out. I mean, I when a it, house blows up, there's still debris. Right. I think what had happened was it unbuilt itself. Exactly. It, it wasn't like it blew up. There wasn't an explosion. It's like a, it uh, like a moon bounce when you unplug the thing. Yeah. It just kind of fell into itself. Yeah. I mean, because you literally, after, I mean, the stuff of it, I mean, there was an explosion, kind of, because you see debris fly, but when it starts hitting the snow, you see it sink into the snow, and then Mm -hmm. there was that seam. Yeah, that was a snow sealing itself. Yeah, because the ground swallowed the thing. Lex and Clark's bodies are not just probably, I'm saying, as far as the script goes, as far as the episode goes, their bodies are not laying out there in the snow. No. They're gone. Uh, what I would venture to say is that they did not go the Superman Returns way of, uh, the fortress growing anywhere. I think that all of that stuff was put down there and could come back up at any time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because of the way it sank back down. You know, and the... And you can't really do that because, I mean, Superman Returns did want to stay true to Superman the movie. And all you really see there is a flash of light, and then there's the fortress. You see the things coming out of the ground, out of yeah, the water. Yeah, for half a second, but then there's this flash, and everything's there. Right, and it's uh, not the way it was in Arrival, to that grand of scale. No, but in Arrival, you saw things just coming out of the snow, exactly. fully formed. Yeah, and uh, and I will say this: here is a little bit further proof that that might be the case. That there has always been a portal to Earth because. Jarrell has been using it. Lara's used it. Zorel used it. All the people know a lot of the. I guess a lot of the scientists and their families know how to get back and forth to Earth. Right. So if Jarrell needed to put something there, because it was his famed fortress of knowledge, it was yeah. put there, and people knew about it before Clark was there. Exactly. And it's Jorel's fortress of knowledge, yeah. so he put that there. And and knowing, I mean, it's gone. It, it's not. It's not gone. gone. It's just back it's where just, it was. It's back in the in the form it was in. I assume we will, if we're, and if for money's sake, it will probably be the exact same scene from Arctic from a different view or something when it regrows. You probably. know what I think? I think if if it if they decide to regrow it, relative, and they have to regrow, they have it. to I mean, because Superman really can't survive without yeah, that thing. Yeah, not survive, but I mean he can't become Superman he can't, without Clark it. Clark could not become Superman. And without, plus, I think the suit is in the fortress, which would be awesome. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, I, it'll it'll be back. But I think when it comes back, I think you know they'll the guys who you know um, Matt Backer and or Matt Back isn't it? Yeah, Matt yeah. Back and you know the guys who do the visual effects. They were like, we did great with uh, the season five premiere. Yeah, with Arrival. Yeah, we can do better. Yeah, and I think that's what they're going to do. I hope so because I would love another recreation of the Fortress scene. Oh yeah. What about like Clark in it? And it forms around him. Oh, that'd be great. Like, from his view. And it's not like it's going to kill him, but it is kind of a violent process. 
I mean, if he was standing where the console was, it would never really... I mean, he might raise up on the platform, but that's it. Right. Everything's just going to go... I mean, because that's pretty much the the landscape of the Fortress, and there's different tiers that we've never really... That we don't always oh, it's huge. see. I mean, when Clark jumps up there with Lana... You get to see how sprawling Reading, it is a little get, bit. Yeah, uh, where he was in uh, in Gemini, that's mm-hmm. a whole different little area. But But generally, I mean, that is pretty much the... Center, yeah, of the fortress, and, I, uh, uh, and you saw that tonight. If you've never really seen it before, all, when it's when it, it goes up from the crane shot and shows Lex and Clark Lane directly in the middle, the, it's the peak of it coming yeah. in. Uh, what I'm wondering though is the only way to rebuild that thing might be to get another human to pull the omegahedron out of the out of the console. If it's yeah. still all formed down there, like we think it is, yeah. it's just kind of holding pattern. If it's still all down there, some human has to be able to pull it's that thing out. It's going to be a very Kryptonian-heavy premiere because of that, I hope. Oh, um, I hope so, you too. Know, and, and definitely, and the one thing we really didn't touch on is, of course, Kara being in the Phantom Zone. That is where Brainiac put her when on Krypton. And, we, right. of course, we talked about it a minute ago. But what does that mean? Is she stuck there if, if Laura does not come back for Season 8? It kind of does leave her character in limbo. Which is... Okay... Sort of, because she doesn't really need to come back until Clark is Superman. Right. Uh, however, I think it would be a good thing for her to try to... I think all the members of the House of L know how to get out of yeah. uh, out of the Phantom Zone. But I think it would be cool is if she tried to do it, and since she was on Krypton when she went in, she goes to Kandor when she comes that out. That would be cool. Um, Although technically, you know, from this from the old Supergirl movie, that's where her parents exactly. were. And but Zor-El's dead. and we Zorel's dead, but and we don't know about her, uh, mom. her mom. So, but well, I mean, that leaves we know Peter O'Toole's there, and I he's mean, plenty. yeah, and he's got a squirt bottle. And yeah, it's good. Uh, really, the great question of the show is not. I mean, Chloe's been arrested. She didn't. You know, they were going to leave that up to whether or not Here's, Allison that, That's what I meant to say, is that's a little bit of evidence that Lex did not, may have not known that he was going to die. Why would he do something that screwed up if he thought he was if he thought he was going to die? He could have just said, all right, fine, I'll leave it. Well, yeah, because he, he could have at least said, I'll Because Jimmy said no back. to him. You know, Jimmy said yeah. he couldn't keep doing it as Lex was leaving. So he yeah. made that phone call before he was on right. the plane. And we didn't worry, we didn't say anything about Jimmy Frozen and Chloe only because I think in the same instance of when Chloe kissed Clark in Vessel and 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 then they came back in um Zod and they were like yeah, we thought the world was, you know, falling down around us. We thought the world was fixing to end. You know what I thought? <clears throat> I think when it comes back, I think Chloe, you know, Jimmy, will, Chloe and Jimmy won't worry about the proposal anymore. I have a theory. Yes, sir. That perhaps those weren't actual DDS agents or Probably DSD not. agents. I, I would. I think they were this. Lex's guys. Yeah, and they were just trying to scare Jimmy. Yeah, I think so too. So we'll see. Um, because they can put a bag over Chloe's head and take her anywhere and yeah. and lock her up. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't think there will be a wedding, a Chloe Jimmy wedding in season eight by any stretch of the man. I imagine no. by the time a few of the first episodes roll around, that proposal will be off. Did she say yes? Movement. I totally wasn't paying attention. By the time she started to, is when they okay. Busted in, right. So she she didn't get the chance. All right, so. So I mean that's favorite scene. What do you got? Uh, I it's it's really a toss up between. Boy, I, there's a lot. Yeah, there are. My, my the, the emotional heartstrings. I want to say the the Clark Lois hug Lana video scene because of that. Uh, the badassness wants me to say him Clark plunging uh, twenty thousand volts and, and one point twenty one gigawatts. Yeah, in the Brainiac. 
Um, but I'm going to have to say, just because of what it is, just because it's Michael Rosenbaum's last episode, that shot of Lex holding Clark as the fortress came down around them. Mm-hmm. That whole dialogue between them. I mean, that was uh, Todd Slavkin directed this episode. Yeah. Epic. Epic. I mean, and, you know, just down to the wire. But that entire you know, dialogue of them, you know, everything in that scene, everything they said to each other, just seven years mm-hmm. of building secrets and secrets. I would have liked a little bit more development of... But I know there's not time to be like, yo, that time you were da da da, you were really da da. You know, there's not time for all that. And you can sum it up in pretty much one word. You weren't honest with me. Yeah. Lex was never honest with Clark. I mean, there's two mm. sides to that coin, but but that's all it comes down to is Lex felt betrayed. And when he grabbed that thing and shook it at Clark and said, This is my, Clark said, This is my life. And Lex yelled at him, This is my birthright. Yeah. I was like, Oh shit. Oh boy. <laughs> that was it. That was. That that was probably the best part for me. Uh, I have to go. You say when Jimmy proposed to Chloe, I'm coming across <laughs> the table like a spider monkey. No, sir. Um, I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew, anyways. I have to say the scene where Kara slash Brainiac confronted Lex and lit that the fire. Was and Le- good. Lex got Lex got in a great dam. Yeah. Yeah, when she when yeah. he went right past with the the heat vision right past his shoulder into the fireplace, mm-hmm. that was pretty cool. And um, the uh, and her ending that scene with, or he's like he's like so you know who the traveler is? So who is it? tell me who the traveler is? And yeah. he's like you don't you already, don't know, don't yeah. you already know? Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, Vandervoort, amazing job. Hope that's not her last episode because I think Kara could add a lot into season eight. But she I just love, needs yeah. I, I I love the way she played Marsters. Oh yeah. Um, 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 it, it would kind of suck the fact that the last time we get to see her play Kara was in Apocalypse, but you know the last time we actually see her, she was playing Brainiac all time. But I mean, obviously you see her well in the Fam Zone, but yeah, help us, yeah. But you know, so, so that is it. Uh, oh my God, I'm I'm like I'm st- I'm gonna go home and watch it again. I can't wait. Oh yeah, uh, totally great. I, I Steve. Buddy, we're so sorry you couldn't be here. We know work took over. No, but Steve gets to do sucks. the recap. But with Steve, you. yeah, we're gonna do a full recap and another discussion with Steve. So it's gonna be Arctic Part One and Part Two. No, I just wish it could have been all three of us because that yeah. would have been really fun. But I'm glad you're here because it is two years and uh, mm-hmm. this is all where it started. So, well, this isn't. But well, this place this isn't. This is the place that we're in now, isn't? But where it started, same town. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's get to some emails real quick before we close out the show. This one comes to us from Mike. Mike says, "Hey guys." Just another fan who wants to know how awesome you are every week after watching Smallville. The first thing that goes through my mind is I can't wait to listen to Shoe. You guys make me laugh. You know my you know what off all the time. Mm-hmm. And your thorough recap fills me in with the little things I may have missed. Again, just want to say thanks. And P.S. I have my four-year-old nephew singing It's Too Late for Chocolate Pie all the time now. Oh, good. That's. <laughs> Can I just say I was made aware of Shoe Cubed Oh, I didn't, yeah, I a couple of weeks ago? Day, yeah, yeah. And I don't even know what to say. It's you know what is what it is like it, the ultimate flattering or no? It, what it is is you know we're you know that when I heard uh, the episode or when I saw like you know they do their AAC thing and they were doing um uh the big video episode that we did uh, relatively recently uh, with with Terrence and um, yeah uh, and episode. and Will and. Uh, <sighs> You know, it, it was kind of cool, you know, to get a little bit of a taste about, you know, because we know a lot of people from Smallville listen to this show, and it was kind of cool, like, being on that other end of that, you know. Yeah, cause, and that's the way Steve felt. Steve felt, for the first time in his life, he was like, 
it was like this is the most lame lamest I felt of a celebrity my entire life. I was, <laughs> I was like, well, that was kind of it's endearing because yeah, you know, Heidi, Dwayne, Jen, Mark, all four of you have really taken the time to um, base something around us that that we've been doing the past two years, and I, I think that's. That's better than any email as anybody's ever sent. Or... I wonder what would happen. Do they do one for Tenth Wonder? No. Nah. Uh, you guys should get on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Derek and Graham do two shows you guys can't do. Um, no, really yeah. Cool. I wonder what they would do if we got back doing Tangent again. Uh, we need to, yeah. Things. It would be a lot more that. infrequent, but yeah. the... Uh, well, I I, they've already done their second episode of Cubed, and apparently they've recorded their third one now. Oh. Or, yeah, because they did Descent, and then they did Sleepers, so they've still got Apocalypse and Quest to okay. do before getting to the So, are you still doing Shoe 2? What is... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, still got that And they're on. Shoe Cube. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's why that that's came cute. from. That's cute. That's uh, cute. This one comes to us from... I don't know who this one comes to us from. Boppity boopity. Uh, they didn't say their name. What's the... Doobler. D. Hubler, I guess. Doubler? D. Hubler says... Uh, first off, really enjoy the shows, especially the banter. Can't grow up reading comics and not appreciate banter. I don't think this has been addressed, but after Clark and Kara subdued Brainiac and as Clark was placing Cal on the ship, my thoughts were, where are Jor-El and Laura? Weren't they both there as the ship took off into space? And did Clark and Kara kind of become Jor-El and Laura in that moment? Uh, the Hubler... Steve and I talked about this in the Apocalypse episode. We felt Ooh, like... Because in Memoria, they were there when the ship was closing. Yeah. But after the ship closed, we didn't see it fly off. Right, you didn't see it. Fly so off. they may have walked walked off back to their apartment or wherever. They could have, but the one thing that's true from Superman mythology to Smallville mythology to everything is anytime that rocket goes off, they're standing there watching it go yeah. away. And I said on the show, I wouldn't be surprised if Brainiac killed him. That's I mean, true. I mean, and there's they, like what, what's the difference once it really? Gets screw up. Yeah. But in all as honesty, as long as the ship gets gone, you know, I wonder why Clark hadn't thought about. My parents should have been there. What, yeah. What's going on? I could have talked to him for I, a second. I wouldn't have been a bit surprised if Brainiac did off them before almost offing Kal-El. And I think it was very much that homage because the ship goes off and Clark and Kara were standing there. And I think it, anytime, from the old 50s show, from the pilot of The Adventures of Superman, yep. when that rocket leaves, they were they're right there. there. And that's the way it is in any comic incarnation you see. Mm-hmm. When the star crystal Sup- ship goes off in Superman the movie. When Superman it the Animated up, Series. Superman the Animated Series. They're always there. So I think that that is a good nod to both of them being there and seeing the ship go off mm-hmm. and Jor-El and Lars. That, I, I will say, though, that... You know, we know for a fact that they were there the first time the ship closed. Right. If Brainiac did kill them, it's no big deal. They were going to die anyway. However, if Clark sit down to put the pieces together and say, my parents should have been there, but Brainiac was there, he might have killed them. Yeah. You know, there's not really much you can do now until Brainiac reforms, because you know he will. Yeah. He's He's Brainiac. um, And that's totally something Brainiac, if he'd he'd actually done it, he would have said something to Clark. Probably, and it could be a deleted scene. I mean, that Krypton sequence happened very fast. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you never know. But I really think that that's what would. I think it would be. It's cool. plausible. I yeah. think it's very plausible. Yeah, I, 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 you know, even if Kara had said something, I don't know, because so, Kara was there longer. Than yeah, was. yeah. She. It was funny. It was like she had to go somewhere to send those messages, and then when she she came back, I mean, he let her go, obviously, and then when she came back, he was about to kill a baby, and she was like, uh-uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. This one comes to us from Trisha. Trisha says, hi, guys. Although I've never emailed you before. I've been listening to shoe podcasts 
Ever since the happy day, I followed a link to your interview with John Schneider. Over wow. The, over the past year and a half, you've given me countless laughs. Fascinating. Now, somebody joined the forums day, just joined them today and said they've been listening since Vessel. And that's and they this, ha- they have all the original eighteen episodes. Still. Holy crap! That's like <laughs> like nobody has those. I don't even have those. Yeah, they refer to them as the explicit days. Hey, I like cursing, and I will not apologize. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to do. Uh, over the past year and a half, you've given me countless laughs, fascinating insights into Smallville, and an education in all things Superman, and truly wonderful wonderful interviews. I look forward to each new podcast and listen again and again to my favorites, especially when I'm facing a long drive or some tedious task at work. Thank you so much for all the hard work you put into the show and for the tremendous entertainment you provide. I'm writing to you today for you to give me hope, though. Everywhere I turn in the Smallville fandom over the past couple of weeks, I see doom and gloom. Many people are saying they will Mm. never watch the show again, and I just don't get it. Of course, I'm devastated that Michael Rosenbaum is leaving the show, and of course I hope Allison Mack will be back for season 8, and this was written on Wednesday. Actually, this was written the morning of yesterday morning, so this was right before Allison signed her contract. Uh, of course, I hope Allison Mack will be out for season 8. Whatever happens, Smallville is still my favorite show. I still love it. And as long as Tom Welling shows up to play Clark Kent, I'm in. Please tell me you feel the same way, because I'm starting to feel like I'm the only one. I know that in your most recent podcast, Steve expressed some wariness about where season 8 will go, but that doesn't mean you guys should ever stop watching, does it? I would just appreciate it if you could take a moment on your next podcast to spread some positive thoughts for this show that have brought me so much joy. But only if you're still feeling the love, of course. Thanks so much for listening. You guys are awesome, Trisha. Um, we're seven years invested into this. We're not just going to stop watching it. I don't think there's anything they could really do at this point to 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 drive me away. Ah, uh, they would never drive me away entirely. No. I've been pretty lax. If they haven't driven me away at this point, I've been pretty bad this season about not watching it when it premieres. But um, I still have watched every single episode of the show. Yeah, and I will keep doing that. You know, if there's something I hate about it, I'm not going to not say it. I will right. say it if that, if I don't like it. Yeah, but, if something is displeasing uh, to us. But I'm still watching it, so yeah. they've at least got two viewers here that aren't going away. I I will. I'm not. I would, will not bash the show. I love the show, um, especially you know anything that could have. They definitely redeemed themselves from, from post strike tonight. Uh, yeah, yeah. They definitely cleared up anything that people were worried about from only getting 15 episodes to then jumping to 20. And remember again from trap from. Uh, Traveler to, well, Traveler, from Veritas to Arctic, all it takes place in like a week mm-hmm. time span. All those episodes, just bam, 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 one day after the other. So everything is real close. The action was all right there together. And that's why the urgency was so high. So I think the fact that they did it like that made it so much cooler. And it definitely, I mean, I just, I think it set everything up for season eight on a really grand scale. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. Nope. The shoe's not going anywhere, I'll tell you that much. We're, we're sticking foot, because I want to see where that fortress went. Uh, uh, yeah. you, know, I, you know, if it went beneath the snow, I want to see where, where Clark Kent ended up in yeah. those final seconds. So, this one is really cool, um, and I really wanted to read this one on the show, and I think this is going to be our last one, and I'm checking real quick, and it is. This is from Anthony. Anthony sent this uh, this morning, as a matter of fact. Uh, yes, 9 o'clock this morning. Anthony says, uh, Ni hao, which is uh, hello in Chinese, yep. of course. And he says, I've been meaning to write, uh, hey Derek and Steve, I've been meaning to write into your show for a long time, and after recent current events, I felt like I can put it off no longer. Let me explain. I graduated from college in Providence, Rhode Island last year and took a teaching position in a small city in China, teaching English for a year, much like Clark Kent will eventually do. Mm. Uh <clears throat> 
I wanted to take some time and explore the world before settling down into a real career. Sadly, many websites are blocked out here and we get no English TV stations. Thankfully, Shoe keeps me up to date every week on everything that's going on in Smallville until I return home in September and purchase the Season 7 DVD. Uh, I really appreciate the work you two do. You give me something to look forward to every week and serve as a little piece of home whenever I get homesick. As I'm writing this email, news is still coming in as a number of many people were killed in the earthquake earlier this week in central China. Ooh, I'm lucky enough to be working near Beijing and was not affected by it. Many of my students, however, are from all over the country and know people in the area. I decided today to break the usual lessons and to do something more lighthearted to brighten their spirits. Given that I have been a huge Superman fan since I was around nine years old, and most of my students are also that age, I constructed a lesson on American superheroes, which is a huge hit. I cannot express to you, however... <clears throat> Yeah, can I express to you, however, the joy that crossed their faces when my PowerPoint slide for Superman came up. Out of all the superheroes I presented, Superman was the only recognizable one to them. I even showed them the clip from Superman Returns when Superman saves the plane as a visual aid. They oohed and on through the entire thing, and I couldn't help but think that it was truly amazing what an American superhero could bring to a smile on students' faces on literally the other side of the world after the wake of such an incredible tragedy. So again, thank you for providing me with a way to keep up on my favorite TV show and playing a role in the long history of a character that brings smiles to children's faces all over the world. Today was proof of that. Best regards, uh, Anthony. And he is. And if you've noticed on the AC while well, I've been reading this email, he has attached some pictures of his class and himself. So that one meant a lot to me. Yeah, that, um, I do want to say that. You know, it was terrible uh, that, about what happened out there. And I know that we do have a lot of Chinese... Uh, listeners yeah we do have a lot from from asia and, and uh you know if if you knew somebody in that area or you're from that area and you're able to you know still able to hear us uh you know our hearts go out to you yeah very much so uh, we, we are thinking of you as i'm sure everyone around the world is at this time and that brings us to the end of another season of smallville that is <sighs> that is the second full one we've done i guess that's our third finale mm-hmm. and our second our second full season Definitely better than the vessel finale. Yeah, yeah. We, I think we've upgraded. I just think we're just like, dad. uh, hand me, hand what's me my next? Drink. <laughs> no, you read. <laughs> read what? We don't have any notes. <laughs> F this. F that. Why did the power go out? Shut up. <laughs> um, Steve just emailed me. God, I feel bad for him because he just had so much work. With he said, I have never felt so bad about something in my entire life. I'm so sorry, and I have no explanation other than I just couldn't do it. So. Oh, that's cool, Steve. Steve You'll man, get your chance, buddy. You, you know, we know work took over. Do not worry about it. We we held down the fortress. <laughs> so I do want to just once again thank Narsal for the awesome inspiration for the fortress design. It is now the streamlined effect for the House of L. It has presented itself on the website, on the forums, on the AAC cards you see down below, and on our new t-shirts, which will hopefully be able for pre-order next week and should Start shipping out at the end of May, all fingers crossed, in time for Comic-Con. Uh, buy them. Yeah, very much so. That uh, They are awesome. If you want to take a look at what they're like, uh, head on over to uh, our website. You can kind of get a feel for them. Our website, www.smallvillepodcast.com is our home on the internet where you can find all the latest Smallville news and the latest shoe news about when new episodes are coming out. I hope to God, I can stay up long enough to get this out by in the morning time. Dude, I got an hour drive. <laughs> I know. I well, no, I, uh, I did. Do you, I did that for Traveler and had it up by like three a.m. Oh yeah, yeah. And we did like a two-hour episode for Traveler oh, too. Gosh. Crazy. Um, oh, this so I'm is hoping. I'm hoping I can. I know. I'm hoping I can get it done tonight because I've already got the screen caps in place. I'm just. I'm raring to go, but I'm 
Like I said, I'm all hopped up on Mountain Dew, so we're good to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and head over to our forums, which now is forums.smallvillepodcast.com, or you can still use the old forums.houseofvillepodcast.com. But we are moving towards the smallvillepodcast.com URLs because it's a little bit easier to say, it's easier yep. to remember, and it pretty much encompasses what we are. So, forums.smallvillepodcast.com. And right now it's still mail at houseofvillepodcast.com, but very soon it will be mail at the small. Did I say that right? Got that? Uh, yeah, not at all. It's, it's a little bit too much. It's mail at housevillepodcast.com. Very soon it will be mail at smallvillepodcast.com. Email us in all your thoughts. Everything you want to know, everything you didn't understand, any question you have, any comment you have about Arctic, start emailing it in as soon as you're hearing my voice right now because we will answer all those emails in the part two episode mm-hmm. of uh, Arctic, which will be later this weekend or first of next week as soon as Steve and I get a chance to get that up. And my voice heals after talking for so much today. <clears throat> Lots of water tonight. Um, I just, I'm so pumped for, you know, to see another season come to an end. And of course, it's sad because, you know, the next three months is going to be no new episodes. Boring. But uh, that's that's fine because we'll have plenty of stuff to talk, talk about. We've got the DVD to look forward to. We've got Comic Con and we've got leading up to season eight. So, and the forums and the website are very much still active. They're very still alive. I hope the server's working right now. So, oh, everything yeah. should be great. Um, should we do a spoilers section? I don't really mm-hmm. see a point. No, no, I don't no, see no. a point in it. All right, no spoilers this week. <laughs> <laughs> they are non-existent. Um, Tucker, thank you so much for being here tonight. Uh, yeah, dude. I don't, have we ever missed a finale together? Season one, because we didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think from there on, though, we've... Uh, but, season, yeah. I do think... Well, no, that's not true. When I After I got into... Uh, we saw season three, but we saw it late together that night. I know we saw... I think we saw season two, though. Yeah, two. I know we saw four. I know we saw five. I know we saw six. And this is... This makes seven. Yeah. Baby makes seven. So, Michael Rosenbaum, from our hearts to yours, uh, we are going to miss you so much. Uh, as, as we said to John Glover, we... And we know he he listened to the show. We we very much miss his presence in the show. But you, sir, played a epic role in the show for seven years now, and have and was the Pickley. The <laughs> you were the epitome of an arch nemesis and the Lex Luthor. Yeah, it, I think you put the wrong emphasis on yeah. the wrong syllable. Uh, could not ask for a better Lex Luthor. No, ever. I, I you did it. You you did an amazing job. And uh, wish you well in all your ventures. I know you're moving on to some new projects. You've got several scripts going. He's working on a project with Gregor Beeman right now. Oh. So very interested to see what he has in the pipeline. We will always be supporting you, sir, and the projects that you continue to do. And that is it for the Season 7 finale episode of The House of L. And we will be back before next week, hopefully, with Part 2 of Arctic. We'll see you guys later.